Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Check out these next episodes, State of Mind. We're going to look into the mind to suffer, the mind of agreement, the discernment, And I pray that you'll hear things that will provoke you, that will open you up to the fabulous aspect of our inheritance in Christ, is that we have his mind. We can think like him, we can live like him. And oh, my friends, this hour of history is crying out for a people made ready for him. All right, state of mind 3.0. There are just simply things that we have got to get squared away. The state of mind, how I see things, is it actually beginning to now, if you will, to to demolish those strongholds of thought that just constantly speak to us. We are those who are making a way for him in us. We're letting him clear the path uh, we, we want to be ready and in full agreement. We want to be willing to endure and to suffer. The mind to suffer. You know, I thought about calling this portion of, of these episodes, you know, the mind to suffer, but it's really, it's so many other things. The mind of, to be jealous for the Lord, you know, the, the, there, there's so many aspects, the mind of agreement, the aspects of the mind of Christ that if we are not willing to think like Jesus, my friends, we can never live like Jesus. I mean, they really mean for this to happen. I mean, this is serious business, right? So, so I closed out our last episode, and, and I, I was saying things like, you know, if all you see are giants, you're headed in the right direction. Well, what do you think about that? Are you asking God to get rid of all the giants? He says, well, no, no, that's why I'm sending you in. That's why I'm getting you ready internally, inside, right? Because listen to me, when you fight the real fight, your inner fight of faith, my friends, you're going to be more equipped to fight the other battles, if you will, that that you're going to become skilled. Yes, you are. You are going to become skilled in this. And so we also said uh, in our last episode that we want to be discerning. This is another aspect of the mind of Christ, the ability to discern, right? So the mind to suffer, the mind to discern, the mind to agree, all of that is where in the mind of Christ, where are you going to go and get it? (laughs) All we say this, they say, well, I need this. Where are you going to get that? No one's humanly going to be able to get that. It has been provided for you in your new nature, in who you are. Will you allow development to come to that? Discipling, development, maturity, the stretching, the enlarging of capacity for him so that you are willing to endure because the state of mind you're in now is the proper state of mind. It's like Jesus. I guarantee you Jesus did not submit to stupid, senseless, satanic sufferings. Many times they wanted to kill Jesus. And once Jesus discerned that this was not the death that had been 
prepared for him by his father. It was not the death that was going to take down the old man, the entire Adamic race, that to accomplish and to bring back plan A into full-blown technicolor panoramic reality. Jesus like just walked through the crowd. Listen to me carefully, my friends. We're going to need this (laughs) in the days ahead. We need this to be deeply developed in us. So that's why he's going to be snapping all these other attitudes and things that are not of him is you do not lay down and let someone do to you just whatever they want. If it's not accomplishing the will of the father, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to just slip through the crowd here. I'm just going to have to keep on just because you want to do something to me. And the enemy would love to have you keep the, the religious mindset. Well, now, you know, you're a Christian, so I guess you just have to, you know, just, you know, roll over. Uh, No, I don't think so. I think I'm going to be led by the Spirit, led by the Father, as Jesus was. And when Jesus would discern that being thrown off a cliff or being stoned or or whatever they had planned for him, because they were constantly plotting his death, Jesus could discern, nope, that is not the will of my Father. That is not going to bring forth a resurrected people, an ascended people with him, right? He's, He's not doing it. But let me tell you this, the moment that he discerned that cup and he knew this suffering, this enduring is of my father, this is going to produce salvation, deliverance. It is going to return sons to the father. Oh, you need to know. Jesus said, yes, yes. And he knew that the father had been preparing him for that time. So many developmental maturity markers as Jesus went through so many places where he made decisions. Oh, he made decisions at the age of 12, at the age of 30. Many decisions we don't know anything about. Decisions to remain, decisions to endure. He continued on his yes was perpetual, continual, but it was real. And he could really have said no. You see, this is another part of the state of mind is that we need to understand Jesus was not on automatic pilot. He was a a free, mature son who freely chose. My friends, you don't get that by an altar service. You do not get that just because you finished a Bible study. You don't get that just because you listened to this podcast or any other. But the continuous, progressive revelation that is followed by decisions that allows then those revelations to become the reality of your life. But the source of it all, my friends, is him. The mind of the flesh is going to be crucified, crucified. And the mind of Christ is going to break through, hit your soul. And that mind in your soul is going to begin to reveal the transformation that has taken place. The father is going to have mature sons in this hour of history that do not have to be bribed, pampered, and spoiled. The father will not have to use demonic principles to accomplish his will. There will be sons who will give themselves to him freely and voluntarily in the day of his power. Yes, Yes, it will happen. And this is a part of that way. Is those sons that are discerning, they're enduring because the mind of Christ is maturing in them. 
Check out 1 Corinthians 14, 20. Be babes in matters of evil, but be mature men in your minds. Where is the hope of any of that? Where is the hope of anything? It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. He's in you and you are in him. And he wants to develop. That means there will be a sifting and separating out. This is a part of the state of mind. You begin to realize, whoa, he has a way and he's accomplishing it inside of those who are allowing him. He opens you up. He begins to speak to you. And then he says, now come with me. And he invites you to come with him as he will do it inside of you. My friends, we're not here to suffer senseless. We are just, just with no good reason, but we are here to suffer in a way, to endure, to endure so that the Father's will may be accomplished. And listen to me carefully, my friends, because as the transforming by the renewing of your mind, mind of Christ in the spirit to your mind in the soul, my friends, which will cause your emotions to begin to line up and you will begin to deliberately choose this same path, this same way that Jesus did. It is possible. I'm reading out of Watchman Nee's book, The Character of God's Workman. And what do you know? The title of the chapter is Have a Mind to Suffer. Mm. This is a path which we deliberately choose to take before the Lord. This is to say that the Lord has indeed provided us with days of abundant grace. But today, for the sake of being God's servants and serving him, living in oneness with him, my friends, as sons, we choose this way of suffering. In short, he says, this path is a selected way. My friends, this is not, uh, I sign up to suffer. This is a willingness to endure if it be necessary to accomplish the will of the father. This is our state of mind. Father, what is it that you have desired? Father, develop your mind inside of me. Bring me into agreement with you. And I want you to understand, my friends, if, if, and, I, and this is just the only way I can think to say it right now, is you have the equipment. <laughs> you, you don't have to conjure that up yourself. They have provided everything necessary. And we can live in a kingdom state of mind. We can live with a peace that is so intense because peace is a person. And we can live in that depth of peace, though we face pain, enduring, suffering, rejection. We also are those who know how to live in the deepest, deepest joy because of our oneness with him. And we are those who look out in an eternal point of view and we know, oh, oh, we prevail in the end because we belong to him. Oh, my friends, the state of mind that is necessary right now in his sons, in his church, in his house, in his people is going to cause us to be those who give him a fit reception. We will live God-centered. We will not live cycling in and out of bondage, but we will be going 
from strength to strength, glory to glory, right? Let's let that be exactly what it means to be, that he will be able with a company of jealous sons who are glad-hearted and trustworthy because we are coming to a place where the trustworthiness of Christ in us is being developed and we come through and he says, I believe I'll be able to trust you. And there will be weight that is put upon us, but he'll prepare us for it. He's making ready a people. And we will, in a glad-hearted way, we will walk with him. Now, in these last remaining moments, I'm not really shifting gears, but I want to make sure that I say this. There are a couple of things that in this state of mind that you're going to have to get really, really clear. Number one is you are no longer a sinner. If you remain thinking that you are an old worm, a sinner saved by grace, my friends, my friends, listen to me carefully. Sinners don't have the mind of Christ. They have the mind of the flesh. Sinners live completely separate from God, ever striving to try to do it themselves. Sin is an independence, my friends. So I need you to really understand you cannot live in a state of mind where you are constantly a sinner, constantly trying. This this cannot be. That has to be crucified. And the truth has to be brought in that he has caused you to be born again as a completely new person in the spirit and he did that and you have everything that belongs to Jesus and Jesus has gladly shared everything he is he has given you his nature he gives you his mind he gives you his faith he gives you his partner Holy Spirit he gives you everything that you may now live as saints because that's how the majority of the New Testament is addressed to the saints at Corinth right? You, you've got to let this pierce through. Okay. So that's like number one, the identity. Do you know who you are? So this is where he begins to really, the mind of Christ has to really break through here. And I'm not saying that that's going to happen just in a moment, right? Metanoia can happen in a moment, but the living out of it and, and again, and again, and again, a progressive right? Continuous revelation that continues. Now, another aspect, so that's quite a bit to think about right there. But another one is, is that if you are no longer a sinner and you are no longer evil, then you don't generate sinful, evil thoughts because that's not who you are. So do you understand that when it comes to a state of mind, if it comes to fight the fight of your life, the the view that you're looking from. You can't be looking from the view of a sinner. Sinners don't sit at the table with the Father. Sinners are not seated in heavenly places, right? But also you have to understand that you you cannot own every uh, wicked, evil, sinful thought as though it came from you. You are no longer evil, but that nature was crucified. The old man was crucified, his good and his evil. So do you understand that just because a thought offers itself up to you, that does not make it yours. So you 
are a receiver. You either are, you're receiving thoughts. The mind of the flesh would love to keep offering you up thoughts and with its seductive power cause you to think that those are still yours, but it's not possible. If you're born again, my friends, you, you are not producing evil thoughts. You're free to respond and you can follow evil thoughts, but they're not yours. So why would you? So you also are not the source of revelation either. This is, you know, how cults get birth. People think they're somehow they're brilliant. No, don't, can't get started there. Okay. No, you receive from the mind of Christ, revelation, truth, understanding, everything you receive from him. That's who you really are. So you can see, I would love to have a school that's nothing but the mind of Christ. Because when I tell you we're touching the tip of the iceberg, yes, we are. But this is so foundational. This is so necessary. And it is so vital to the hour in which we live. We cannot play around with just trying to have better mental health. My friends, we must have the mind of Christ. So I wanted to make sure that I included those two thoughts for you to consider right here at the end of state of mind. And I pray now that as these are progressing, that you're taking hold of what he's speaking to foundationally. And I'm going to be giving thought with him to where we will go now. And I look forward to the conversations that lie ahead. And I pray that these have provoked you under the big tent of God's presence. The provoking process of real discipleship is really sonship. We are maturing as his sons that we might get up and live unto him. Remember, living unto him. That's what your freedom is about, my dear, dear friends. So that's enough for today. Love you all. Thank you for listening today. Before we go, I have one final ask and a new bit of info. If you like our content here at Tent Talk, hit the share button to tell someone about it and subscribe at nancymccready.com forward slash podcast so you don't miss another episode. Also, be sure to look in the episode notes and see where you can download the conversation guide. There you will find questions and you will be able to use those with your friends, your team, your small group, and we hope that it really does provoke you deeper into your process of life with him. All of our podcasts here at Tent Talk are listener supported and your gifts at nancymccready.com are greatly appreciated. Thanks for joining me here and I look forward to our next time together. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccready.com or follow her on social media at nbmccready.